You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Luke Stringer. Dr. Stringer speaks regularly to local schools, businesses, and organizations on health, wellness, and safety topics. He enjoys educating others on how to manage stress, how to prevent injuries in the workplace and at home, and how to maintain peak performance in all facets of life. Dr. Stringer is from Manchester, England, where he studied sports science. Before graduating from Palmer College of Chiropractic in Davenport, Iowa, he played professional rugby for nine years. Dr. Stringer is considered one of the top chiropractors in Chicago and is a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we are going to talk about a very important topic, chiropractic biophysics, how it can objectively improve your spinal health. Hello, Dr. Stringer. How are you today? Really well, thanks, Liz. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining me again. So, what is chiropractic biophysics, and how is it different than regular chiropractic care? Yeah, chiropractic biophysics, acronym CBP, is essentially the most researched form and most evidence-based form of chiropractic. Um, and it incorporates your traditional chiropractic care in regards to, you know, most people, if you ask the chiropractor, uh, or if you ask most people what a chiropractor does, they're going to say adjust, manipulate, um, adjust the spine, essentially. And chiropractic biophysics is absolute, absolutely there. However, a little bit of backstory on chiropractic biophysics. Um, uh, math PhD slash structural engineer had a life-changing event with a chiropractor and pivoted his careers and became a chiropractor. Um, and he applied um, engineering and biomechanical principles to the spine. The spine is obviously a structure that absorbs force, weight. Um, so obviously he figured out the way the spine should be absorbing force <clears throat> and weight. So he applied those engineering um and mathematic principles to the spine uh, and incorporate it in their kind of care plan. So what really kind of stands apart with CBP is the traction component. Um, so obviously we're going to discuss this here in a moment, but uh, if your spine is out of alignment, then obviously that's going to create compensation, uh, which over time is going to break us down, leads to systematic symptoms, dysfunction. Um, so the CBP traction protocol is where you can act objectively change the shape of the spine in terms of the structural portion of the spine uh, or change me in a structural way uh, which offers loads of really really cool benefits which we'll, we'll get into here uh, and then yes CBP involves a lot of soft tissue work and a lot of physical therapy too so it's like a multi-pronged approach but if you have to hang your hat on why is it different it is this the structural correction the spinal traction that um, is incorporated to the care plans, which is based off of, again, structural um, engineering kind of principles. Okay. And what is the role of x-rays in chiropractic biophysics? And what type of x-rays are used? Yeah, x-rays are critically important in chiropractic care, regardless if you're doing CBP or not. 
kind of use, you know, if you're going to build a house, you need the blueprints. So if you're going to work with the spine, what does it look like? So x-rays provide objective data. X-rays also allow the chiropractor who's qualified in CBP, chiropractic biophysics, to do a structural analysis and figure out biomechanically where the spine has shifted and how much it shifted. Uh, and then from there, you can obviously really dial in a specific um, treatment plan around that patient and then you can use any x-rays old school x-ray so old school film although obviously they're being phased out um and then most clinics now are using digital x-rays which are um yeah really great and efficient um digital x-rays allow us to just do um just really cool kind of uh biomechanic analysis with a software that we use called posture which is where you can actually kind of figure out exactly to the degree the shift uh, that we've got within the segment of the spine and the spine uh, as, as a structural unit. And how is spinal decompression therapy used in chiropractic biophysics? Yeah, there's several forms of spinal decompression. The most rudimentary form is, you know, where you're hanging upside down in one of those decompression tables. Um, and then the next one is probably on the most significant medical level is where the spine is just being essentially separated either on the y-axis so pulling up or on the x-axis where you're kind of pulling horizontally when you're laying down for your low back obviously and then maybe sitting up on the y-axis for your neck um spine decompression is great particularly when you've got you know acute disc injuries um you know from trauma lifting car accidents because what it does it separates the um joint and by the green separation of the joint, it creates a vacuum, so it pulls that disc fluid in. And chiropractic biophysics essentially uses a similar premise in regards to create separation in the joint. However, the difference and what really sets chiropractic biophysics apart is they're not just decompressing, but they're always um, essentially creating a second load, so they're not just distracting the spine, they're actually pulling or pushing the spine back to where it should be um so the typical spinal decompression is going to offer relief but as soon as you stand up and you have gravity equation well your alignment hasn't changed and you're going to compress the disc and essentially every time that disc is just going to shift back to where it was originally at carpet biophysics is actually going to correct the shape or the structure of your spine so then when you're physically upright and absorbing force via gravity then obviously your spine is going to absorb that force more efficiently, which is going to create better load into the joint, onto the disc, tissue, nerve, which obviously offers for better patient outcomes. And research pretty clear here, it offers more of an objective, long-term improvement to um, your spinal pain. And could you explain how chiropractic biophysics contributes to long-term pain relief and overall wellness? Yes, yeah, so that kind of led us on nicely there. So mm -hmm. um, there's a really cool research paper that came out pretty recently. Um, and Dr. Deed Harrison, who um, heads CBP, um, extremely bright, kind of one-off guy. Um, he's working with several um, doctors um, in the Middle East um, who are more on the kind of physical therapy side of things, and they've teamed up. So essentially, the research paper states that if you're receiving chiropractic and or physical therapy to the area that is injured, the complaint, typically that patient is going to respond well to the treatment. They're going to feel better, particularly when they're getting the treatment. Um, however, um, when you follow that up with that patient at the follow-up 6, 12, 18, 24 months, 
the patients that did not receive traction, so the chiropractic biophysics component, essentially research stated that they felt the same and or worse than they did when they were receiving treatment. So the difference, the group that received the chiropractic biophysics, the spinal traction component, was the same um, as the group that didn't receive the traction in regards to when they were getting adjusted and performing a physical therapy, they felt really good. However, what separated them from the other group was that at their follow-up 6, 12, 18, 24 months, their improvement lasted. So they felt as good, if not better, than when they finished treatment. It's statistically, uh, statistically significant. So what chiropractic physics can do is it can objectively address the, or objectively change the shape of your spine in regards to getting it back to within normal limits. And by getting it back or close to closer to normal limits, then that's obviously going to allow the patient to um, have more of a long-term solution. Um, for example, if we're treating neck pain and if we're eyeballing posture from the side, your ear should sit on top of that bony point in your shoulder, that AC joint, and your neck curve should measure negative 42 degrees. So when you're upright and gravity hits the spine, the weight of your head, on average 12 to 15 pounds, is loaded in the back of the spine, where all that extra bone is, it keeps pressure off the joint, the disc, the nerve. So obviously then that's allow us to supplement that with good balanced muscle strength, should be able to move and function without any restriction. So... Fast forward 10 years, you've been pinned to your desk 50 hours a week looking down at your keyboard. Well, now your head shifted two inches forward. You've got a 50% reduction in your neck curve. Well, where's the way of your head sit? It doesn't sit at the back of the spine, it sits at the front. So that's going to compress the spine, the discs, the joint, the nerves. So over time, that's going to break it down. It can manifest the symptoms or dysfunction in that organ system. And obviously, eventually, degenerative change, etc. So if that person's receiving adjustments and physical therapy, they're going to feel great. But if the curve hasn't been addressed, that uh, over time, the lack of curve is going to catch back up to them. And obviously, that's how the pain is going to return and typically gets worse over time. However, the people that essentially address that neck curve, so work with the CBP traction protocols, i.e. they're getting the top bone back on top of the bottom bone, and they're improving that curve, well, that allows the weight of your head to be transferred from the front of the spine to the back. So then when you're upright, obviously, you've got balanced muscle strength, good posture, or postural um, Muscle strength, those posture muscles, we're going to be able to allow or we're going to be able to hold good posture so then when you're upright, the weight of the head is going to sit at the back of the spine. So obviously then that's going to create more of a long-term objective improvement, which is going to reduce pain over an extended period of time and obviously going to allow us to function better, which obviously, you know, overall wellness, improvement, quality of life, etc. Okay. And for a new patient receiving chiropractic biophysics care, what should they expect during their first few visits? Yeah, um, I can speak from my kind of office and then all my uh, colleagues that practice CBP. So it's really thorough. So any patient's going to come on in, meet the doctor, take a detailed history, um, perform a, a detailed uh, orthopedic uh, exam, neurological exam, take a set of full spinal x-rays, and then typically they go home. 24, 48 hours later, they come back and then sit down and review what essentially uh, the clinical findings um, are showing. And then obviously the clinical findings supplement the goals um, are going to dictate treatment recommendations. So for example, I have headaches. I've had them for a year. They're once a week. They last three days. I can't focus at work. It's interfered with my ability to uh, gain a promotion. Okay. Perform an orthopedic exam, neurological exam, take x-rays review that and those findings are showing that we've again we've got anterior head carriage so your head shifted forwards 
by two inches, 50% reduction in the neck curve. We've got phase two degenerative change at the fourth level in your neck. That's going to create neck upper back pain. So then obviously we explain that to the patient and then we recommend treatment. Typically in the first visit of treatment, this patient's getting adjusted. They're doing some work for the discs in the neck, doing some mobility work for uh, the muscles in the neck and the upper back. That's their kind of first treatment visit. The second visit is kind of what we call the full visit. So that's when they're going to be addressed, or pardon me, that's when they're going to be kind of going through the full gamut of treatment. So we want to focus on breaking down adhesion, which is scar tissue in the muscle, which is going to limit essentially stability and mobility in the joint. We're going to focus on improving range of motion, so dynamic movement of the joint within the spine, and then also static stretching, so essentially length of the muscle that's under tension for an extended period of time. We're going to figure out which muscles are dominating and which muscles aren't doing their job. So, for example, those deep neck flexes keep your head back. Or we're just sitting looking down all day, they get weak and lazy, so they allow the head to shift forward in that kind of corporate posture. So we're going to engage those muscles. And then obviously we're going to engage the muscles that sit deep between the shoulder blades because those are the muscles that kind of keep shoulders back. But when we don't move, they get weak and lazy. Uh, and they're going to do some postural education. The spine's going to get adjusted, and then they begin traction. And then traction, obviously, is kind of uh, incrementally improve it or put it incrementally working them through traction, increasing the time and the weight as they go through the, the care plan. And then corrective care is typically CBP, so can be anywhere from 24, 36, 48 visits. And then, obviously, at the end of care, we, we take their x-rays and um, show objective improvement both the things we should be doing outside the practice and then obviously then those patients will graduate into more of a kind of supportive maintenance uh, program. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Stringer. We know you're extremely busy, so I want to thank you for your time and your help today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Liz. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with the doctor, please visit www.southloopchiropractor.com or call 312-987-4878 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening. And we look forward to bringing you more top quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.